Song of Solomon, chapter 6, verses 4 through 10. He, you are beautiful as Terza, my love, lovely as Jerusalem, awesome as an army with banners. Turn away your eyes from me, for they overwhelm me. Your hair is like a flock of goats leaping down the slopes of Gilead. Your teeth are like a flock of ewes that have come up from the washing. All of them bear twins. Not one among them has lost its young. Your cheeks are like halves of pomegranate behind your veil. There are 60 queens and 80 concubines and virgins without number. My dove, my perfect one, is the only one, the only one of her mother, pure to her who bore her. The young woman saw her and called her blessed, the queens and concubines also, and they praised her. Who is this who looks down like the dawn, beautiful as the moon, bright as the sun, awesome as an army with banners? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Come on. So we got homegirl showing up today and all the queens and concubines Gosh. are saying, who is she? Um, what an awesome landing point. Um, and we got a lot of repeated imagery from a few days ago. We got yep. the ewes who've come up from washing. Yep. Um, still coming up. <laughs> they're, they're still coming up from washing. <laughs> we got halves of pomegranates and flocks of goat looping down the slopes of Gilead. Gosh. Jordan. What are your thoughts as Solomon or this poet yeah. um, in the stead of Solomon gushes over his beloved? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I mean, like you said, very similar language to the past couple of days. Um, descriptors of her her beauty. Um, now he brings in more people, right? Like, and he oh. says, not only do I see you as beautiful, but all these other people, Even you know, the these, these queens and the concubines. Yeah. Which is an interesting, you know, <laughs> thing to think about. <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's not just me, but it's, he's, he's calling in these other witnesses of, if you're not convinced that you're beautiful, like, mm. Hey, listen to these people yeah. and, and let, let, listen to them celebrate you. Um, you know, we begin to see here, and there's other places in Song of Solomon that this is the case, but we begin to see here the um, the reason all of this is to be celebrated is because it's 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 exclusive, it's unique, and so you know, verse nine, my dove, my perfect one, is the only one, the only one of her mother, pure to her, her who bore her, um, and so you know, there is this. Uh, lean or point towards this is a unique person um and and so as in marriage right like our our call from the lord is that this is the only person that i'm called to you know celebrate this uh engage in this this beautiful gift from the lord yeah um and so i i think that's that's unique like here because even as you know people are celebrating her the queens and the concubines and the virgins um solomon is saying you are you are unique mm -hmm. and and that's that's a blessing to him right like you're you're unique in your beauty but yeah. i think it's also an expression of this covenantal commitment um now what's interesting about song of solomon right is that solomon didn't 
hold to this. Yeah, that is there is right? a tinge of irony. Yeah, 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 and and so I think for us who live in a broken, fallen world, who all have you know at, at varying levels um, brokenness in our life when yeah. it comes to sex and intimacy and even marriage, um, it points to we need a redeemer, right? We we totally. need we need someone who is pure to redeem our lives because we we know and we see the the brokenness of it and and so that's what i love about the redemptive story of scripture it doesn't shy away from brokenness mm. right it it no it it loudly declares and i would even argue here it there's the irony of what's happening here mm. what's being described here mm. um, but it ultimately points to redemptive god that though our sins are like scarlet, we can be washed as white as snow. Mm-hmm. And and so I think for for us, we can um, we can move towards and we can aspire to and we can seek to follow Jesus in in the purity of love as God defined it, mm-hmm. while still clinging to the righteousness and purity that is Jesus. Yeah, who ultimately gives us a, a chance um, to, you know, as Jesus said to the adulterous woman to, you know, your sins don't condemn you. These people don't continue, condemn you. So go and sin no more, right? We, mm. To walk in the freedom and enjoyment of God's good plan for this world. Totally. You know, I, I think another important thing to point out about this passage, um, speaking really specifically towards sex, um, our, our sinful nature, our propensity is, and our really instinct is to make sex about ourselves. It's a mm-hmm. personal fulfillment yep. endeavor. Um, and, and that's like a secular view of sex as well. And so just like a little brief context on what we just read, you know, the, the heading before the one that we just read is called Together in the Garden of Love. Yeah. Some very suggestive imagery. And then after what we just read, there's some really suggestive imagery. And so, uh, you know, I don't think they're like sitting in uh you know like marcel saying this to each other this is kind of like a seems contextually more like a locked door conversation um and i I do think like as you know again these are things i never thought i would talk about on odr but i do think that this is really important and it's part of the discipleship of the word that like as christians should god call us to marriage and uh you know sex the the instinct even in a christian marriage is to view marriage as this like okay i get to have sex i get to fulfill that desire now Mm -hmm. and we might kind of have a right view of marriage as like gospel partnership and right view of raising a family and right view of raising a church and whatever um and have all these other like compartments of our marriage on the right trajectory and yet sex remains this like personal fulfillment thing um and it's like we can almost as christians view it as this like utility that god gives us to like you know release tension and take care of ourselves yeah indulge and i do think that this discourse that we see like you know song of solomon it's 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 kind of repetitive in how they continue to complement each other and like we said like some of these compliments have already been used um and so but I think the important principle there is how others focused or how other focused yeah. it is, you know, yeah. how, how yeah. focused he is on 
his bride and how focused she is on her husband. And like, that is a picture. And, and that is the key to like why Christians can have the best sex as we yes. talked about. Yes. That um, there's actually the, the paradox of the Christian life and of Christian sex and of Christian anything is that as you turn away from yourself um, and focus outward, there's actually greater joy yes. to be found. Amen, man. Like that, that's such an important point. But, you know, often talk about the picture you see here and and in more broadly in marriage is mutual flourishing yeah right and and to your point sex in a godless culture has become a very selfish yeah. thing Go right it, it's yeah. about it's totally. about me it's about my own pleasure and but I, this is a beautiful picture because both both husband and wife are are engaging both are initiating both yeah. are celebrating totally. and it leads to mutual flourishing totally. where it's in the self-giving that's where both of us actually experience the, the fullness of the the pleasure and totally. uh, so yeah I, I love that and i think that's so true in Sol song of solomon yeah well jordan it's been great talking about sex today yeah, yeah man um can't wait to do it again tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> well um for jordan coughlin this is will carlisle and we hope you're benefiting from this. We'll see you tomorrow on Our Daily Rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.